welcome to the ministries of the Bohomi Baptist Church, where we worship the Lord in the beauty of holiness, fair before Him in all the earth. And the pastor is Reverend Nelson. Be blessed by the sermon that you're about to hear. Praise the Lord. Good morning again, friends. Thank you for joining us for this another broadcast. I'm so glad that you're with us this morning. God bless you. I trust that everything is going well for you. I trust that you and your family are well this morning as you rise to another new day. Trust that you're excited about the day that the Lord has allowed you to see and Amen, that you decide that you're going to approach this day with a positive attitude, approach the day with confidence, knowing that God is able to see you through no matter what, no matter what may come your way. So again, welcome, welcome, welcome. This morning I would like to uh, share with you from the book of Ephesians, there's an interesting uh, portion of scripture there that I would like us to uh, focus on uh, this morning. So I'm going to ask you to join me in a word of prayer as we begin and before we open the word. Our Heavenly Father, we are indeed grateful for your grace and your mercy, for your kindness toward us, Lord. Thank you for allowing us to see this another brand new day. Thank you for the newness of your mercy as we approach this day, Lord. Father God, we pray even now as we study the word together that your Holy Spirit would guide us into all truth. We pray that your name would be glorified even as we look into your word this morning. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. I want to... Uh, read from Ephesians chapter 6 and just read a few verses there from verse 10. I think I'll just go down to verse 13. Just those four verses. The scripture reads, Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God, that you may be able to withstand in the evil day and having done all to stand. Amen. Amen. You know, at times we go through life and there are people who wrong us and we tend to uh, make them the real enemy. We tend to see them as the enemy and the ones fighting against us. And, and sometimes we focus our energy or attention on 
uh, fighting back, that person who we believe uh, is actually fighting against us. But we, we need to pull back a little and to realize that we are in a spiritual battle. And the person who might appear to be our enemy, the one we believe is really fighting against us, is not really the person who is fighting against us. But there, there is a force behind it. There is, there is somebody behind it. And, and that's what the, the writer, the Apostle Paul, is exposing to us here this morning. That sometimes who we think are really our enemies are really not our enemies. So he says to us that we have to prepare ourselves that we may be able to stand now, there is a battle, my friend, that's going on, and it precedes us. It's been going on a long time. It's a cosmic battle between good and evil, between God and Satan, that Satan's desire is to throw out God's plan. And uh, every, every time and everywhere that God shows up to do something, whether it's in an individual life or it's in a community, it's in a church, wherever it is, the devil always shows up because his intent is to thwart God's plan. And, and if, 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 if your life is centered in the will of God, if your life is in God's will, if you are doing what God would have you to do, then rest assured, you will experience a lot of pushback. You will experience a lot of opposition. Yes. And sometimes I'm saying again, where we think the opposition originates, that's not really where it originates. Because we see the human element and ever so often we just uh, settle on the human element and believe that it is the individual. But um, I'm, I'm saying to us this morning from the word of God that there are forces that are in play, forces that are at work and their goal is to uh, throw out the plan of God first and foremost and to render you ineffective in your service to the Lord, to, to discourage you. Yes, so you wouldn't go on and do what God would have you to do. It is important that we remind ourselves that our calling is not to a life of enjoyment and ease. Oh no, our calling is one of hard conflict, that there are foes within and foes without that we are fighting against and we have to continue to struggle, continue to fight. For the Bible tells us here that we are not wrestling against human element. We are not wrestling against flesh and blood. And that is the reason why the weapons that we use in this battle are not 
carnal weapons because we are not fighting a carnal battle. So there, there, there is this charge that is given to us as Christians. And it's important for us to understand that there is no other way to conquer the enemy who violently oppose us as believers other than to rest in the Lord. Because I say this to you, that it doesn't matter how strong you think you are, and the apostle warns us, he said, let him who thinks he stands take heed lest he fall. It doesn't matter how strong we think we are. By ourselves, we are no match for the devil. We are absolutely no match for the devil. It is the Christ in us who fights the battle for us. By ourselves and in and of ourselves, we can do nothing. And so the, the, the enemy, his desire, his determination is to bring us to that place where he renders us ineffective, where we, we are not experiencing abundant joy in our lives, where we are not experiencing the power of God at work in our lives. His plan is to throw out God's plan for our lives. And it is important that we remember this or else we are going to get discouraged in our path when the battle gets hot. It's important that we remember that we are in a battle and we have to fight. Yes, we have to fight. We have to fight. So all of us believers, all of us who know the Lord as Savior, need to heed what this passage is saying to us. And, and the charge to us here is twofold. The believer must be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. We are to be strong in the Lord's mighty power. When, when we really know God and experience his power in our lives, brother, sister, we, we can do valiantly. We can do things that in and of ourselves we are not able to do. But again, we should remember that it is not us. It is Christ in us who enables us to do the things that we do. So by ourselves, we are ineffective. We can do and we cannot do anything. It's Christ in us, the power, the power that raised Christ from the dead is available to every believer, every one of us. But it is up to us to submit ourselves to the Lordship of Jesus Christ. And when we are in total surrender to us, he gives the grace, he gives the power to deal with whatever life throws at us. And in the end, to still have our peace, in the end, to still have our joy, 
In the end, we can still laugh, we can still smile, and somebody might wonder, well, how is it that you've been through so much and you are still that pleasant and that kind? You're not bitter, you're not angry. Well, it's not us, friends. It is the Christ in us. As we surrender our lives to him, he manifests himself through us. So it's Christ in us. And this power that the Bible talks about here, God's power, the word tells us that it is exceeding and it is great. It is surpassing. It's unlimited. It's immeasurable. It is beyond imagination. And it is great. It is this power that raised Christ from the dead. And again, the glorious news is that this power is available to all of us believers. When the Apostle Paul prayed for the Ephesian brethren, he prayed that they might know God intimately. For God gives this power to those who truly know him. So coming to know God on a personal level is key to receiving his power. But the Bible is teaching us here now that we must put on the armor of God. We must be strong within. And then we must clothe ourselves in the armor of God. Friends, it is important for us to really understand that no amount of armor is worth the material that it's made of unless that individual, that soldier is willing to fight. It doesn't matter what the armor is. If that soldier is not willing to fight, then the armor means very, very little. And the Bible tells us believers that we must fight the good fight of faith. We have to struggle. We have to fight. Why? For we are not wrestling against flesh and blood. And the idea of wrestling, we are familiar with wrestling where the opponent tried to pin down the other and it's a constant struggle. Well, we spiritually are in a wrestling match, as it were. And Paul says, our opponent is not flesh. No, but strong spiritual force that we by ourselves are not able to contend with, are not able to defeat. It takes the power of God. And so that's why the Bible says to us that we must be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might in order for us to wage this war and to wage it successfully. We have to be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. Friends, we cannot joke around and play around and just, you know, believe that, well, you know, we have trusted the Lord and that's all there is to it. And we can go about and we can live like everybody else and we can do what everybody else does and, and, and all of these things. No, friends, no. God calls us to a life of holiness. 
Yes, God calls us to live holy lives because it's holiness that brings glory to him. Oh, hallelujah. It is holiness that glorifies him. So he calls us. He said, come out from among them. Yes, we have to separate ourselves spiritually in order for us to really serve God and serve him in the manner that he would have us to serve him. So the Bible says to us that we are to put on the whole armor of God. For there is an enemy who is waging war with us or against us. And we have to be clothed in the armor of God to be able to stand against his wiles. And the Bible talks about his wiles. It's really talking about his strategies, his, his methods, his, his trickeries, the things that he used against us believers to try to defeat us. And may I say to you that he will do anything that he can, especially if you have a desire, if you have a determination to serve the Lord, he will do whatever he can to hinder you, to make the path difficult for you. And don't be surprised if he uses believers, even persons who are close to us. Yes, he will use them in order to get to you in order to defeat you so that he can render you ineffective. Yes, because if you are ineffective, you are really no threat to him. But if you are committed, if you are dedicated to the Lord, if you have a passion, if you have a desire to serve the Lord, then hey, he, he's, he's watching you because you are a threat to his kingdom. Oh, Lord. So, so the strategies that he uses are things that we are not ignorant of. That's what Paul says. We are not ignorant of his strategies. We know them. We know them. He will come to us with things that appeal to the lust of the eye. Something that is appealing to the pride of life. He will present something to us. And if we are not fully clothed, if we are not strong in the Lord and in his mighty power and having the armor of God on, then we are going to fall when he comes and when he entices us. And may I say to us this morning that he has a whole lot of human history to draw from. And his strategies remain the same through generations. Yes, sometimes he fine-tunes it a little, but it's basically the same thing. The lust of the flesh, the lust of the eye, and the pride of life. And what makes it even more challenging for us is the fact that this was our former way of life before we came to know the Lord. And so he knows how to get at us. He knows our weaknesses. He, he knows, he knows. He knows where we are lagging behind. He knows. And he is out to get us, to render us ineffective, to destroy our testimony. 
Oh Lord, that when we talk about Christ, nobody takes us serious because our lives are contradicting what we are saying. And so he's out to get you. But the Bible says here, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. And this is wonderful. This is glorious news that God offers his power to men. Think about it. The same power that raised Jesus Christ from the dead is available to us. Yes, as we live our lives from day to day. You know, it's Paul who prayed for the Ephesian brethren and his prayer for them was that they might know God personally and intimately for he knows that God gives his power to those who truly know him. Those who truly surrender to him, those who truly trust him, those who really believe him. He gives his power to them. So hear what John says to us, friends. He says to us in 1 John 2, 15, 16, he says, Do not love the world, neither the things that are in the world. If any man loves the world, the love of the Father is not in him. For all that in the world, the lust of the flesh and the lust of the eyes and the pride of life is not of the Father, but is of the world. And then he goes on in verse 17 to say, and the world passes away and the lust thereof. But then he says, the one who does the will of God abides forever. What a, what a glorious promise. What a wonderful privilege that those who do the will of God, they abide forever. One of the strategies that the enemy uses to mess up believers is false teachers. People who come along with the sole intent to deceive. And sometimes you have people who start out well believing God. And in the process, they got deceived. Somewhere along the line, they got deceived. And the enemy used them to deceive others. Oh, Lord. That, that's, the Bible says that uh, Satan is able to transform himself into an angel of light. Even his ministers, they are able to transform themselves as angels of light. So it is not everything that glitters is gold. And the Bible warns us that we are not to be children tossed to and fro by every wind of doctrine. We, we are to be sound in the word of God and, uh, you know, uh, our faith, our confidence is to be built on the word of God. Not some fancy saying that some 
preacher or some leader come along with and you know some little slogan listen when when the rubber hits the rose those little slogan means absolutely nothing what matters is the word of god that we know the word of god that we understand the word of god and that we apply it to our lives and that we are living it on a daily basis so false teachers Yes, the enemy uses false teachers and and you know this this deception is is just so 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 uh, so I, I cannot find the word to describe it because many people were taught that Satan uh, is this you know creature with this horn and this pitchfork and this long tail and all of these foolishness and uh, therefore everything that we see that look like we say oh well that's that you know that's it and everything that we see that looks pleasant and nice we say oh this is of god but the bible tells us that satan is able to transform himself into an angel of light there is no way where the bible tells us that god took away satan's beauty or lucifer's beauty from him Absolutely not. So he's fair, he's pleasant, beautiful. Yes. Oh, Lord. And he's out to deceive. And sometimes he uses false teachers. And these teachers, they are distraction. And what they do, they distract. Just get you to move slightly away from the things that are important. Just to move away a little. Not a whole lot, friends. Just a little. And gradually you find yourself embracing things that are really of no value. And you're leaving the things that are really valuable on the side. Oh, my friends. The Bible says to us, be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. For we are living in this evil day. And we need to be able to stand. May God Help us to anchor ourselves, to anchor our souls, to anchor our lives in the Lord Jesus Christ. That come what may, nothing moves us. Nothing moves us away from God. We remain steadfast. We remain true. We remain faithful despite the ups and the downs, despite the challenges that we may encounter in life. Uh, God bless you, my friend. If you're listening this morning and you have not yet surrendered your life to the Lord Jesus Christ, I say to you, time is running out. The end is near. Surrender your life to the Lord Jesus Christ and live the rest of your life to please God. I say to you, it's going to be rewarding in the end. The Bible says, if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and you believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you shall be saved. My friend, that's where it begins. That's where it begins. And then it flourishes into a life of holiness that is pleasing unto the Lord. May God help somebody today to yield to the Lord Jesus Christ. God bless you and have a wonderful day. Amen. Well, we just want to thank you for listening to today's sermon here at the Bavoni Baptist Church. 
because sharing Christ is every Christian's business. So as for the part, go and serve the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords.